Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, everyone. Hello. This is Redman Radio. We're, there's a, we started numbering these, and inevitably, it's fallen entirely by the wayside. Let's just go with one. Effectively, it's the one after Man City and before Sevilla. Um, I won't go into any more detail than that because I, 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 don't, I don't really want to. But we, unfortunately, we well, it's a big Champions League game tomorrow. Big Champions League Wednesday game. night. Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we will. We, we do have to talk about Man City. So we're going to unfortunately. But let's look. Look, Chris. Chris. No, I'm not opening my eyes because you're going to ask me to look on the bright. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not at all. Well, I'm still not I'm, opening my I'm going to ask you to look quite on the opposite. Um, I want to talk about your worst footballing experience. That was it. Um, that was it. Now, you've had, funnily enough, I think your previous worst footballing experience also came against Man City. Did it? League Cup final. Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah. That one had been completely picked up, put in a little box and forgotten about. Yeah. So, um, for those who are new to the podcast and whatever, you're welcome, first and foremost. Um, Hi. Thanks, we like you guys. I'm Chris. This is Chris and I'm Paul. We watch Liverpool a lot. Uh, I was sat in the the Redmen studio for for this game because we couldn't get more than one ticket. You got the ticket. You were very, very happy with your decision to get the ticket. You went to the game. Try your best to sum up to the listeners. Just, I mean, aside from the fact that Liverpool got annihilated by Man City... Um, I mean, we've seen the Pulis games before. What made it the worst experience? Well, I'll sum it up first in a noise. <laughs> right, that was my experience summed up in one noise, okay? What made it a bad experience, Paul? Okay, so I'm driving down the motorway. It's the first away game I've ever been to on my own. I think that, I, 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 I can't, I'm racking my brain, I can't think of one that I've been to. So I drove down the motorway, not far. I'm thinking to myself, it's, it's 40 minutes, it's laughing. I just listened to some music. I listened to Dookie by Green Day. It was great, by the way. Perfect. Um, <laughs> most people's favourite Green Day album, my second favourite after Nimrod. Nimrod. Nimrod, yeah, Nimrod. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so, I, you know, apart from the fact that I couldn't see more than five yards in front of me because of the rain, it was a decent little drive and yeah. the 50 mile an hour zones, which, oh, Manchester, yeah. pain in the bum, yeah. by the way. So, yeah, get there, absolutely fine. Went to find the car parking space we stayed there two years ago. Mm-hmm. That derelict building is now shut down. They've obviously decided that that's unsafe, which it was unsafe two years it was ago. Unsafe. Yeah, it's fine. It's found somewhere else, eight quid parking, no problem. Ran over a cone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Guy came over, I was like, You've ran over a cone. I, was like, I didn't see the cone. Yeah, I didn't mean to run over the cone. Anyway, kind uh, of the tail of the night. It was pretty much <laughs> the way that it went. Yeah. Um, so finally parked my car, get, get out there, go to the car. I'm like, Yeah, brilliant. This is going to be awesome. Went to some kind of mad Chelsea flower show because Manchester City have got flowers everywhere and, and segregation. It, it doesn't really matter. Get into the game. Um, have a nice chat with some guys who watch Redmen for half an hour before the game. Go in, get some filming done in the front of the stadium. Brilliant. And four rows from the pitch, it stopped raining at this point. I'm like, oh, this is fucking sound. This, this is box like. Wish I was up there with all the rest of the, you know, the singing sections of yeah. Liverpool fans and stuff. But, you know, four rows, great for filming some content and all that type of stuff. And walk to my seat. I am the seat next to the Manchester City fans with just police and security in, in between us. And I'm thinking to myself, no, 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 no. I don't want to be here. Some people enjoy that side of football. Yeah. I don't. 
it's not something that I'm really into. So, so as a little aside from this, I'm going to tell, tell, tell a little bit more about my week there later on. I went to the Premier Sports Network conference. I was speaking there. I was talking to one of the, the commercial director for AFC Wimbledon who was relaying a story about Millwall and how they have fans who sit in those seats and it, one guy was filmed once, literally did not once look at the game. He just looked at the opposition fans and made their... <laughs> gesture for 90 minutes which if you're watching the video version this will obviously make more sense but yeah the thumb across the throat you're dead expression some, some people are born for that yeah it's not my game it's Chris. not my game I'm not I'm not there for it and here's the thing you know people recognise us mm. and I was thinking to myself I'm going to get recognised here and it's going to be City fans and did you? yeah on the second as the second goal goes in there's people over, you won't be able to see this, but essentially there's two small fences. Now, one of them has a little ledge where you can put your foot on, so people are standing on that, leaning over the fence, screaming at Liverpool fans and all that, and then all I hear, and I look to me, and all I hear is, Ren boy. <laughs> and I look over, and it's some guy with a scruffy little beard, looks like a friggin' ferret, screaming <laughs> Ren boy at me. And I thought... Ah, shit. This is how it's going to go, isn't it? And, uh, and at this point, the, the heavens have reopened, and I'm too far forward that the roof doesn't cover me, so I'm just getting pissed on, and some guys screaming rent boy as they're made up because Liverpool now 2-0 down and a man down. And then for the third, fourth, and fifth goals, he brought his mates to find me as well. Uh. So I turned around, and there's six of them hanging over the fence screaming rent boy at me, which was absolutely lovely, Paul. I thoroughly enjoyed my afternoon in sunny, sunny fucking Manchester. And then you'd have to drive all the way back in the pissing rain as well. Yeah, I mean, you've you've missed the 30 minutes sitting in the car park and trying to wait to get out of there. But yeah, other than that, yeah, it was, it was a great afternoon that I really enjoyed, Paul. Yeah. Uh, won't be doing that again. You know, the, you know the, the worst thing is I've not told you this since. I got offered the ticket for you at 11 o'clock and I thought, there's no way he's going to fucking come down here at 11. I, I turned it down. It was face value as well. I was thinking, he probably fucking might, but he probably won't. He'll probably be comfortable. I know he's got the new Pro Evolution soccer. <laughs> so he'll be absolutely laughing you playing know that. Like, I, I must admit, I was genuinely gutted to miss that game because we've had some good laughs uh, good laughs at the Etihad, like, um, particularly the, the aforementioned a couple of years ago. Um, I... Yeah, I, I, I don't know whether I, I probably would have gone, but I agreed. I, what was it? Your misery made mine seem better. I, I've had this conversation in the place. I don't think it makes me a bad person. It probably makes me a bad person. It makes um, you a bad person. I, but I'm fine with that. But we're all bad people. We're all bad people. You know, whether we're fucking people up on eBay or whether we're just uh, we all float down here. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy. I don't let me say enjoy. I, I, I made happier or more comforted by. I'm not saying this right. The misfortune of others. So, um, did you watch Match of the Day? No. What did you do? I watched Fail Army. <laughs> I watched I watched about two hours of people hating themselves on the internet. Of it. I felt tremendous. I was, just, I, I was crying with laughter at times watching some of this stuff, and it made me feel loads better. I wallowed in my own uh, horrendous humanity, uh, and it was fine. I managed to get over it, and then periodically I had to see some more stuff about the results, and it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Um... I can't think. I haven't got a football experience that comes close to the top of that. But I know I, the only one is Newcastle away two seasons Newcastle ago. Newcastle away was a bad day for us. I had the flu and I didn't realise it. Um, I just thought it was. You didn't realise. Well, I, oh, I realised, but yeah. I really realised that you had the flu. That I just day. knew it was under the weather. I felt really bad and I just pressed on. I took a load of painkillers and and like at the peak of the painkillers, which was about fifteen minutes of of every four hour cycle, I felt capable of moving. Um, and we drove to Newcastle, and the roads were clo- the roads were flooded. Yeah, so we kept flooded. we kept getting to a road. We were and literally not being, under the weather. Yeah, not being not the roads being. were under the weather too, Paul. The yeah, water literally uh, not being able to find. We nearly ended up. We nearly ended up in Scotland to try and get to Newcastle. We did. We, did. we, we took the scenic route because of fuck the fuck fuck the A one. Do you remember when we drove through that puddle and we we, we were unsure of how deep it yes, was? Yes. And we weren't sure whether to go on. Well, having, having watched a number of fail army videos, um, we had the potential to be those those type of assholes. Um, but yeah, we, we we eventually made it to St James's Park. I had to climb up the highest stand in the history of away stands, and I just wanted to die. I wanted to die, and then Liverpool got comprehensively beaten, and then we had to drive it all back again as well. It was fucking terrible. yeah. And, and normally when we go to the away games and stuff, we split it. So whoever drives doesn't do the editing. But Paul was too ill to edit. <laughs> so it was like half eleven. We were just outside the Newcastle, 
and we had to pull up in the fair service station so that I could edit all the fucking videos while you just sat there with your hood up in the fucking service station. I'm thinking to myself, fucking dipole, will you at least make it fucking worthwhile that for me? That was genuinely terrible. But then it was literally the, the same. You had it the exact same for the uh, cup final. For the cup final, yeah, when you had you were dead ill and had to go for a sleep you were, you in would, the build-up. You, you, would, you remember, I'm not sure if we were on the M6 We were just not. about to get on the M6. And you were going, do you want me to take it over? I said, and I, I turned around to because you were going, oh, and I went, right, I'm going to say this to you right now. If you don't feel well, Go home. I won't think anything less of you, but I can't, I can't, I can't do this if this is what it's going to be like. And then you're like, no, it's all right. I'll get through it. And yeah, you, 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 you missed the pre-match festivities by sleeping, trying to sleep in the car. Sleeping in Putin was a lot of the match builder for that one. And um, and yeah, that was a shit day. Still not as bad as when we went to CBDI. Were you with us? That no, time? we do that stuff. Yeah, Fucking I was up. the only one who stayed with you. Yeah. Th- Similar 13 issues. Similar issues. Similar issues. An hour and a half gig. I had yeah, very small arena. I think you went in the ladies' toilet. I did go point. in the ladies' toilet. That was embarrassing. <laughs> was just holding on to each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's that bit. You know the queues in women's toilets? Yeah, there's big queues when you're walking back past the queue. Yeah, and you've just don't destroyed their toilet. Don't, don't be that guy. guy. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was a, a bad a bad weekend with the football. Um, little bit of news that broke just before we started recording that Liverpool apparently appealing Sadio Mane's red card. Beast. We'll know a little bit more about that uh, on the Tuesday. But um, good. I'm glad that I'm glad they're having a go of it. Why not? I mean, if it leads to a four match ban, that would be devastating. But nevertheless, um, so just a, a, a little something. So I was at the um, this Premier Sports. Network event. I was asked to speak about fan engagement, and it was a. Uh, I I've mentioned this on. I think I put it on Facebook. Most people won't get me on Facebook, so I don't add randoms anymore. But um, I did effectively tell the guy who's the head of digital for BBC Football, uh, BBC Sports. Sorry, that uh, all of their content was was boring and po faced. I think he. It's always where I think. I think he used the expression. I take umbrage at that remark. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, no, I, I wouldn't because I've I've heard you say it's plenty of people. Um, mm. you, you do it fairly regularly yeah. anyone who knows you will know that you but just say what's, it what's there funny is I, 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 I was going to talk about because I was talking about fan engagement and saying how, what does my head in is how BBC shoe on a few tweets in and think that that quantifies fan engagement and um, I was going to say that and then I saw who I was on the panel with and I was like oh my pummy punches here and then I never uh, and then <laughs> fuck it mate um, but the um, but he also went on to say um Oh well, you know we're the BBC and we have to present things from both. And, I, and, I, and I, that's fine. I get. I, and I, I have no problem get, with get two fans. I have one no, from each club. Exactly. But I, no, but I have no problem with how they really how they do it because you couldn't change. You can't change how they do it because it's institutionalised. Matter day is what it is. And I, and, it, and he said, I said, look, I'm not saying me and Robbie have because uh, Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV was on the panel as well. Pardon me, I'm not saying me and Robbie have to go on there because that would be weird. And he well, and he made some comments about how they did have to keep a fresh environment. And, went, and to be honest. Look what happened when you had Russell Brand on there. It was just weird, wasn't it? And like you know, and I, so yeah, I never let I never let it lie on it. And uh, it was good. And but I got, it was it was a mad thing because I got chance to people who run like um, the commercial director for AC Milan was mad and listening to like their prop the Italian get on this for Italian football's troubles with engaging with fans. The like there's I, 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 some people who listen might be able to corroborate more of this and be a bit more accurate. This is like second hand information. The guy was was Dutch, so his English was excellent. But this is my interpretation of it. People at the top end of football clubs, they're basically not really allowed to communicate with fan groups. They have to be like a designated representative Mm -hmm. for the fan group and the club. And they're not allowed to have any more than a set amount of communication because so many of the top football clubs in Italy have got so much strong ties to the mafia and Italian organised crime that there's there's potential of like uh, corruption. You know, there's bits of, the, of them so getting to them. It's plausible deniability almost because you put somebody there who can't say something to another facet and, of the football. And, and also more that you know you limit the exposure because it means it's harder to the, for them to be coerced and that and that and that kind of stuff as well. So yeah, Italian footy mate. And like so, there's like there's been about. Lo- and it'd be interesting to say. I don't know whether it's quite in the in the public. You paid for his plane tickets over there. Yeah, I'd have been asking him that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he um, he's he's just been got, he's just been let go for similar thing. I think that he's saying along the lines of like the AC and I'll have a bit of a restructuring thing to make sure that all 
free and clear of troubles and stuff. <laughs> Juve are meant to be in big trouble as well, looming on the horizon. So yeah, watch the space for all wow, that kind of stuff. Like breaking news. Yeah, not really, but well, it's funny. But and um, but yeah, the other interesting was that was talking to AFC Wimbledon and stuff like because that's mad. I love that football club so much. But boss, very very interesting. A uh, very interesting occasion. Should we talk about wrestling for a bit? I wish there was more wrestling questions, mate, but there aren't. Um, let's talk instead about Sevilla. Okay. We did a bit of this football on the... football team or the Oranges? <laughs> what have you got to say about the Oranges? I like them. Big fan? Yeah, I make good at marmalade. Are they more, are they more a, a full-sized orange or a more of a satsuma size? I think they're more of a full-sized orange. More full-sized. I think so. I'm not 100% sure, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and there's no way I know. No way I know whatsoever. Um, mm. Let's talk about the football team. Then I, I know a little bit more about the, the football team. Maybe that we a little know. bit more. The team that we call Liverpool. Um, yeah, Sevilla on when? Day. Uh, inevitably, what we you know, we've talked about the build-up and getting hyped for it. I don't, and but what will inevitably happen is we will not have time to think about the match until we get out the car at Anfield. On it's Wednesday. normally the way. Like, and I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing. Sometimes because. I used to get a lot more nervous for footy matches than I do now. So in some ways, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. But then equally, I think when you're 15 minutes away from the ground, I'm not in the right headspace sometimes. Yeah. And you need to sort of build up into that. So um, I get I get really nervous for footy games, generally speaking, the big ones. Like, And um, maybe it, maybe it's a good thing that we, we, we are a little bit busy and we just get down to Anfield and go, right, fuck, the teams are out here. Yeah. What's going on? Like, was, uh, what time is it? Teams are out, teams are out. <laughs> yeah. But then that that 15 to 20 minute walk down to the ground is sometimes the fucking best. When everything is a fucking possibility <laughs> and all the fucking hopes there, it's like pre-season all over again, isn't it? Anything can fucking happen. Yeah. And that's the best part of being a football fan. And then and then inevitably, like what happened at Hoffenheim is as soon as that Champions League music started, goosebumps, mm. absolute goosebumps. And I can't wait to have that properly. My favourite thing about it is the, it's actually not, the Champions League music's fine. It's it's the fact that we sing over it. Mm. I fucking love. I love the fact that it's like we're all desperate to be in the Champions League. It's the biggest thing that's happened to Liverpool in a few years. It's great that we're back there. You know, we've been scrapping. We're desperate to get back in that competition. And a lot of clubs would sit there and go, oh, "The champions." And we're like, "Fuck you, fuck you, and your fucking flag and your fucking song." And your your music's your, boss, your, and your fucking your big round balls boss in the middle of the pitch. But our song's better. Yeah, absolutely. So, off. Yeah, completely love it. But it's it's it, it's interesting. I was doing a bit, a bit about the Champions League on, on um, Social Club. Have you seen Spurs's run of fixtures? No, no. I, I heard you mention it before. So like. I, I'm going to have to get it up because it makes me feel loads better. Again, I told you I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the misery of, of other people. Um, that sound again. That makes me sound like some sort of Nazi, but I'm not. I just. I just I like slapstick humour and I like knowing that other people are in worse situations than me because it gives my life context. Um, but I, I, while I have a quick look look for this, how important do you think it is anyway that Liverpool get just get the get these three points on the board, get the get the, the Champions League campaign off and running properly? Um, well, it's obviously massively important, but I I don't think it's the end of the world. And I said this on the build up show. I don't think it's the end of the world if we don't get the three points. You know, I think it's more for the fan base. I think it's more because of the city result that we need this. Um, you know, you, you never want to lose two games in a week. You don't want to lose against one of your biggest rivals in Manchester City, and you don't want to lose in your first game in the Champions League. That's just the way it is. But I think sometimes we forget, and you've got to put context on situations like what you've just said there, Paul. And 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 that is that it's a six game group. Yeah. At the end of the day, and you know, you can you can stumble, and you can still make it through. But that's not how we want to do it. That's not. I'm not advocating that. That's the way that Liverpool go about it. Yeah. Liverpool have to go about it to win because the the confidence that we'll get from going and beating Sevilla and a team that we we owe them one for yeah. what happened in the in the Europa League final a couple of years ago. We've got to go out there and give it our all. We've got to give the fans something to sing about. Because quite frankly, on Saturday. We had nothing to sing about, mate, and that's not good enough for, the, from a Liverpool team for me. The good thing about what Liverpool do, generally speaking, but but definitely under Jurgen Klopp, is that we very rarely put two poor performances back to back. Um, and in some respects, I, we we didn't need Gene up for the Man City game, but uh, you know the the rug got pulled with us for whatever whole host of reasons. Uh, and if you want actually more on those reasons, we did the final word podcast on the RedmanTV.com. Please do go and listen to that. I don't want to retread too much stuff over that, but. Um, it did. It felt a shit against Man City, without a doubt, and that was uh, that was unacceptable, regardless of the again uh, the uh, extenuating circumstances of Mane and whatever. This game, though, 
you've got that's got to be used as fire for the team because there will be people out there who will be looking at going who will who will take the context away from the Man City game and they'll look at it and say Liverpool got smashed by a, a by a rival by a big a big team that shows where Liverpool are shows that Liverpool don't deserve to be at the top table etc etc as Jurgen Klopp, I'd be I'd be finding some of those articles and all that kind of stuff. I'd be putting them up in the Rocky style. I'd be putting them up in the in the changing room mirrors and all that, and saying these people think you're going to come and be a laughing stock in the Champions League, here, lads. They think you don't deserve to be. They think you're not good enough to be here. Sevilla are going to come into town third in the in La Liga. They're flying at the moment. They've got the pedigree. They've got in, in recent European pedigree. They're the team that have got the win over you most recently. I go go in and fuck them up. Um, and, I, and I hope that's served we've the, got the team the to do it as well Paul yeah. we've got the team to do it we've got the stadium to do it we've got the fans to be able to do it as well mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know if there's a, if there's a coach welcoming but I would happily be be on that if yeah. there was one because that one against Vera was magic Like, I yeah. mean, apart from the fact that we booted the wrong bus and stuff like no, that no no really, I was, was fine because they had the big yellow was bus fine? was that fine which one it was, was it Southampton the one we got wrong yeah, well, okay. Well, I found that after the boys coaching up that I've been I've been booing the Liverpool coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, less said about that again, the better. Um, yeah, no, I I, I agree. I'd be, I'd be bang on for that. Um, I just quickly then back onto the Spurs thing. Yeah, get on to, get onto this. So this is from this is only this is from the fourteenth of October uh, onwards, and you, it starts with uh, Tottenham at home to Bournemouth, and you might think, okay, that's, that, all right. that's fine. Bournemouth have been terrible this season. That's an easy three points. Tuesday, the 17th of October. Real Madrid away. Ouch. Okay. Always Followed tough. by Sunday. At home, Liverpool. Tough game. Followed the following game, uh, the Saturday, away to Manchester United. Ouch. Yeah. Then we move into November. Um, Real Madrid. <laughs> Real Madrid at home. Followed by Crystal Palace at home. Followed by Arsenal away. Followed by Borussia Dortmund away. Kidding. So they play in the space of like five weeks. They play Real Madrid twice. They play Borussia Dortmund. They play us. They play Arsenal. Um, and they've got yeah the, the weird games of Crystal Palace well, in there as well. I think I'm right in saying that between Real Madrid, Manchester United, and Liverpool and Arsenal, there's 19 European cups there, <laughs> and none of them come from Arsenal, Paul. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. That made me feel loads better about Liverpool's situation. But ultimately, this is why I was a bit nervous about this. And I did say at the time I wanted Spurs as Champions League group because <clears throat> I want those big games. I want us to be tested in the yeah, big teams. Put them in the middle of your Premier League calendar. Put them in our Premier League calendar, and that would make things slightly. If we're okay, I think you know we that we really haven't got a we haven't got one of the big teams and toward the back end. Uh, you know, we've got our, our tough run. We haven't got one of those like th- we haven't got three. Big Premier League game, big Champions League game, big Premier League game, back to back kind of situation. We're not too bad, albeit inevitably those are the teams, the not the big teams, the ones we've struggled against yeah. the most. Um, I wouldn't want Spurs' run of fixtures having having decided I wanted their grief at the at the, at the draw stage. Um, but for me, again, it's we're in that we're in that awkward situation. I think where the Champions League's great, but will we be able as fans to get ourselves up to the level? Because this, uh, you thought you you did it great last season. You talked about entitlements. I think this pervades Liverpool's fan culture big time, and I, I wish it would. Uh, let's let's get it in the bin again. Let's put entitlement back in the bin again. But it's this notion of we need to have a big. It needs to be a big team for it to be a big atmosphere. Remember this kind of debate over yeah, like possibly. the coach greetings for the end of the season, yeah. and people said we should only use it for big teams or big or big big games, as though. To do it for a game that we don't class as being a big game is to denigrate, to make Liverpool seem smaller somehow. If that makes sense, yeah, mate, I, I, I completely disagree with that. I'd do it every game, uh, you know. And, and I, I realise that it's difficult to do it every single game because people have got you know life and stuff to mm-hmm. live other than the football and that. Like, but if I had a completely free weekend and there was a coach greeting every single Saturday or whatever at Anfield, I'd be there all the time because yeah. that's what being a part of it, that's what being the supporter of your football club is. And, you know, there's a togetherness where you go to stuff like that and it, it's us versus them and that's what it's about. And, you know, you make them shit themselves. And 
the footy isn't just the ninety minutes of of watching the footy. It's getting in there beforehand. It's soaking up the atmosphere. It's sing. I love singing songs before the bo- before the game yeah, starts. Paul, it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things because yeah. you just walking around going, look at all these people. They're just singing because they might be able to hear us, and they're not even asked if they can hear us yeah. in the in there. They're singing because we we all stand together as one on this, and, yeah. and that's what being a football fan is, man. Yeah, completely agree on that. And that's the problem is that I think that mentality. Uh, a lot of those people are. It's people who throw their accepting the mediocrity thing, and yet, in, in not by not treating every Liverpool game like it's fucking massive, like it's the biggest thing that's happened to you week. I think that's that's the real. I look around. Sorry slip. to interrupt, mate. I look around the teams like Dortmund, and I look at their fan base, and I look at their fans, and I'm hell jealous, mate. Yeah. I am absolutely. I'm like, look at them bouncing against the team who's bottom of the Bundesliga. Yeah. Does it fucking matter to them? No. Why are they there? Because they support their team. Yeah. And does it matter who they're playing? Yeah. Because they know that they can affect the football, and that's all it's all about. Like, and yeah. it's got to be every football match is fucking massive yeah. because everything has a knock-on effect yeah. through your season. You know, first game of the season against Watford, it's it's a big game. Yeah. Now I know, I know you think you know. I know your personal views are on it. Like it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, and you're absolutely right. But it does have a knock-on effect into yeah. everything else because yeah. ultimately that one point could have been three, and that could have been the difference. Absolutely. You never know when that difference no, is going to be made. I, 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 what my my point on that is more about how people table. lose the um, people, no, more oh. on people lose their shit over one result when yeah. it goes bad. Sorry, yeah. Is that listen? If you win every game of football, you're going to win everything that you fucking want to aim achieve in life. But the point is more that you can't it's the not throwing the baby out with the bathwater thing is that you can lose games at the early point of the season and still have a phenomenal season is more the point on that but yeah for me I, I, I just think we should get into this mentality of like I say it's just because I think football's become a bit of a burden to some people and I get it fucking hell you know you can't complain when your job's footy it's great best job I've ever had but you do get worn down by footy you can't help it because when your job is impacted or your life is impacted by actions out of your control that wearies you no matter what industry or what, it, what what whatever you work at. If your happiness is dictated by 11 fellas running around, and then, like Sati is an example of it, a red card completely out of the blue basically writes off two days. Two days of your life become really fucking miserable. And, but for a lot of people, and you know, maybe me to some extent, it's four days or five days. You've got to It can't be right until Liverpool win another football match. Mm. So, uh, you know, it, it is tough being a football fan, but this is why I think you have to get what you can from it to the best of your ability. Well, you know, I went on a bit of a thing. I, I can't remember if it was the back end of the last season. It was probably the back end of the last season talking about the Arsenal fans and the entitlement, wasn't it? Yeah. And about how it's always money mentioned. And I was in the co-op by ours. And fit, one of the guys works there. He knows, knows that we do Redmen TV and stuff. And he, he, he chats to me all the time. He's a really nice guy, like a massive Liverpool fan. And he goes, how much was the ticket after the game? And I'm thinking, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I paid for the experience of going and supporting the fucking team. And I was as, as shit as an experience I had, I never equated it to the money that I paid for the ticket because it's just, just not what you pay for. You don't pay to go and see your team win. Yeah. You pay to go and support your team and this see is, if they can win. This is the added expectation you put on things, isn't it? That's the problem. That's the problem with it. Like, I would never... I, I couldn't... I can't even remember the exact figure, but like that we paid the money we paid for the, to to get in the ground uh, for the Europa League final was just fucking ludicrous. Like you know I mean, ludicrous, embarrassing, embarrassing amount of money. But we had to, it was a thing to do. We chose to do. We we went for it, and it's the thing you you live you live by. You, as you're right, you're right. You pay for ex- experiences in life. Now, if you want a sure thing, go to theatre or go to pictures. And even, even then, you can go to both of them. You can get bad performances or shit films. That's the problem with football is that it, it's not the same. It's a gamble, isn't it? It is. It's it, you know you 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 complicit in it. You you turn up and it is a. It's not. It's out of your. It's out of your hands. It's like it's a difference between playing a computer game and playing on a freak machine. You can entertain yourself. You can pay. You could probably put fifty quid into a computer game and put the same fifty quid into a freak machine. Now you could probably get more. You get more back out of doing a freak machine because you got a little thrill. You could win a bit of dough, but you could fucking come out just as a fucking empty-handed and you're done. You know, you, you, that's the that's the problem with it all, isn't it? And I, I what you're saying though, the Dortmund things, right? I think Liverpool need to get into the habits, and I don't know how we do this. Hopefully, the Champions League does it. If we can get up for Sevilla, Maribor, and uh, Spartach at home, three teams that there's probably a section of our fan base who think that we're much bigger and more important than those teams. And my God, they're right. <laughs> um, maybe it's a little message to. The people who don't go to the, go to the league games, or maybe the message to us as a team, or as a fan base in general, to say, you know what, we can't. We can, if we did this every week, if we did this every week. Imagine what we could 
imagine what we could achieve if we if we did it. That's what it's about, isn't it? And look, I I get really pissed off sometimes when I go to Anfield, and it is one of those smaller games, and it's it's like going to the matches become part of somebody's routine, yeah. and they don't enjoy it anymore. They just do it because they've they've always fucking done it, and they've lost that they've lost that. Spark, spark for it, and that's not what going the footy is. I it was when we, we talked about this after the what game was it? it was probably the Hoffenheim. It would have been the Hoffenheim game, and I what the the, the, was, the atmosphere was just different. Now I've been to night games, so it's not the night game thing because I've been to shit atmosphere night games before. Although West Ham Monday is normally a yeah. Stoke on a Monday yeah. night. I mean, the, the atmosphere is always better on a night on a night <coughs> game in general, but still, <coughs> nevertheless. I, I, someone, Liverpool should rededicate all their efforts. They should fuck off try, trying to buy players, and they should fuck off all these extra things. They should fuck off all these sponsorships. There's all this, all these things that Liverpool are putting money into right now. They should sack that off, and they should dedicate every spare penny they've got into research and to finding out what makes what's different about Anfield on a European night. And say, is it the people? Is it the type of people? Because if there's if if it's as simple as there's just a core of fellas who just come back out for European games, then you know what I'd do? I'd turn around to those guys and go, here's your season tickets. There's your season tickets. Have them. Have them for life. Or have them until you feel that you're not capable of delivering them. We'll monitor you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. Big brother. Because this is one of the things I learned from this uh, Prem Sport Network. The companies who are capable of doing that now, they're capable of finding out data about people. They could tell you, anyone who's, who's on the Liverpool Wi-Fi now, you could literally find out Like there's, there's so Where much data you can from, pick yeah. up on people and what, what the movements around the stadium are, where they're standing, sitting, moving, what they're looking at, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Find out what at the crux is different about it, and then do everything in your power to to bottle that and fucking replicate it out for game game on. Game. I think that their research might show that the people who go to the Champions League games aren't on the fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're fucked. They will have a black spot. But that's what I mean. They'll have to be an absence of data in a section of the, in the, right in the middle of them, the Them. I need to get them into the ground more often. The ones who aren't on the phones. And this is bad because I am on my phone during yeah. the game this on the board. This was a like. fucking brilliant line, actually, from that thing. The PS, the guy, the commercial director for PSV Eindhoven, um, Told the story about them and they, they were building up the fact the, the the fan Wi-Fi in the ground. They finally got it working and they announced it was going to be up and running for this game. And the PSV fans unveiled a banner that said "Fuck Wi-Fi, support the team." Perfect, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Need to go to no fucking conference to work that out, did I? <laughs> <laughs> but imagine like, and that's the thing. I saw someone tweeting about this and like, mm-hmm. I got I got no problem with the Wi-Fi. It, it helps our it helps our job a little bit having the Wi-Fi, yeah. but the. You know, again, if if there was a total black, I mean, it's it, it, it's hard to get a signal one way or the other. If there was a total black, you just deal with it. You dealt with it for years prior prior to that. Just updating, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's what you'd have to do. You'd have to turn off your mobile data, and you'd have to just text if you want to get signals out. Generally speaking, from from the ground, but it, it should be. Like I say, there's, there's there's something. There's a magical X factor, and the, the, given the technology that I've seen. Demos and I've seen the, and the, and the and the levels to which people are uh, investigating the fan experience and what have you. That's where Liverpool's money should be going for me is to find out exactly what the answer is. So to the best of their ability, test it, replicate it, find out, find out some answers. If Bottle they're not it. doing this behind, yeah, exactly, Sell it. exactly, <laughs> that's what they do, well, exactly. But th- this is the point: you need to find these these answers out because if we could find that equation out. X plus Y equals fucking Z. Then Liverpool have absolutely cracked it there um, because it is. It's it's like it's a different experience, completely different. And and, and that's what I say. That's what. What's your, what, what's your gut on it? Why? I think I think it's I think it's the thing of I think different people go to that game. I think there's I think people there's a I think it's a maybe I, I don't know uh, maybe it's a a perfect storm of there's probably some of the old school Reds that just live for the European nights and make sure they're there for that. Maybe these people come back in for these games or what have you. And then it's the fact that you've had time to have a have a bevy. There's no pressure on you to get home after it because you don't need to get home to cook the tea. So you don't need to fucking get off. You can get there. You, you, you come straight from work. And you've, you've got that bit. bit of, everyone's had a few beers. Yeah, you know, you've got a bit of free, you got that bit of freedom around it, and again under the lights and the fact that Liverpool have just got that aura around them in the Champions League, which means there's just a natural confidence I think that we exude as fans in those situations because it's like um, 
genetic almost. Like we feel more comfortable in those situations. It's weird. I, do I, you know what? I'd like I, to think it was simple. Do you know what I think it comes down to? In in much the same way that I think the league games have become part of people's exp- weekly experience. And once something become you become used to it, you, be, you, you become less enthused for it. Yeah. Right? The Premier League has now become just part of everybody's week the Champions League is still something new yeah. and still something different and still something fucking shiny yeah. that people can get up for I, I wonder whether the way to do it is to just go there's no auto cup scheme here and that's shit for everybody who's yeah. a season ticket holder don't get me wrong but you are going to get everybody there fighting for fucking tickets. And when you fight for something and you get there, yeah. it's like, it's, it, you know what it's like? It's like, you've not been to Glastonbury, but you've been to festivals, so you're under, you'll understand this. You get to a festival and you completely go absolutely blotto and kill yourself on the first day, essentially. <laughs> you drink all your drink that you've brought with you. You've brought four crates. You demolish all of that, and yeah. you go, and then you spend the second day before the band's even on just trying to recover from it because <laughs> you, you can't control yourself. You're there. You're so yeah. fucking excited to be there, and yeah. you start drinking fucking everything, and it's all <laughs> fucking gone, and you've drank too much, and you can't deal with it, yeah. and then you have to deal with it the next day. That's what the Champions League is. You get there, and you're just like, yes, I'm finally fucking here, sing your heart yeah. out and shout out and all yeah. that that's what it's like you and I have a very different festival experience but yes I, yeah I, I, yeah, that, you're right I think that that's what it is I think it just yeah, works hard life's hard it's a big fucking grind everyone hates everyone hates everything about life these days and unfortunately football as you say has become part of that you have to I mean this is not true this is why football is a young lads game because you should be able to go to this thing without pressure but unfortunately even those young lads who are without responsibilities and without bedtimes and bath times and all these kind of things it's the financial side that's worrying them because it means that they're they're sacrificing going out for the other two days with all the mates and the, which is what when when ten of your mates are going out and you can't afford to go because you've got the footy, well you'll you know what I mean you, you, do, anything, you do anything you make can it counts well you do anything you can to go out don't you that's the problem people people's minds don't work that way do they but the I I think you're right in having the the Champions League experience it's. It's a, it's a calendar thing. You mark it. It's a special date. It's something different and out the ordinary. You look forward to it. And fingers crossed, we have we have a lot more of that this year. And it's hump day as well, so throw a new yeah. thing in there. Yeah, so ahead. so it's, it's the middle of the week, Wednesday. It's the shittest day of the week because you've had two days away. You've got another two to look forward to. Uh, so, yeah, hump day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, so let's get to some of your questions then. Uh, Ellis Paddy Jones on Twitter says, do you eat Pringles? And if so, what is your favourite flavour? I do eat Pringles, and it was always sour cream and... It was always sour, sour cream and chive? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. However. However. They've fucked around with the fucking recipe, haven't they? Like, absolutely. Fuck you, Pringles. Why, is, why would you do that to why me? Would you, you know what I mean? Pringles. I'm a I'm a creature of habit. And I, I still I still fucking order them and I still fucking buy them. You know what else has changed like that? Lucas Aid Orange. They've taken sugar out of it and it's just they've reduced the sugar and it doesn't taste the same. Fuck you, Lucas Aid. They were given free cans out the other day and I, and it went, no, reduce sugar. I was like, ah! That's why. That's why it's been tasting like shit for fucking weeks because they've made. I don't drink Lucas Aid because I'm asked about sugar. You know, I want fifty percent of my daily sugar recommended intake in three hundred and thirty mils or whatever it is. I want it. Give it to me, Lucas Aid. Don't drink your drink because I want to be healthy. I drink water. I want to be healthy. I've never drank water in my life. Good on you, Paul. Oh, no. um, Good on you, mate. It's paprika now. I, yeah, I bought all oh, the barbecue ones are nice yeah. as well. Ah, you know, actually, the tortilla Don't ones point to do, me. fucking get points to that, because here's a point, and you're going to have it, or else. Um, the tortilla chip that they do are like crack. Are they? Yeah, just the normal, like, salt, lightly salted ones or whatever. They are basically crack and crisp. I will, have, I will have a go with the oldie version. Well, it, <laughs> they're all right <laughs> as well, actually. Um, so, okay. Um, Jay Gibb. J underscore Gibb, by the end of the season, who do you think will be regarded as the better player, Mane, Sanchez or Sane? I think it's too soon for Sane, if I'm I, Yeah, I don't think he's in the equation, and I think it's going to be Sadio Mane, and there's a couple of reasons. A, he's fucking amazing, first and foremost. B, Liverpool will have had a better season than Arsenal. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. I think Sanchez is great, but I think Mane is going to be the breakout player. Pranav, PA, uh, PA19, can deep learning be used in footy to create AI models that help coaches predict the outcome of a game given a starting 11? Footy manager does it. Yeah. Uh, Jay underscore Gibb comes back. Would depend on the decision making and a great number of factors, player, referee, and manager, as well as personal issues, etc. Be too unreliable. Thanks for answering that because I had no fucking clue. Um, what? What's just happened? 
why what 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 did that tweet come from? Yes. This is why the BBC only put them on the screen for a second and don't talk about them, Paul. Yeah, the BBC. Um, okay, Connor Bostock, wrestling question. Favourite pay-per-view, Paul, and what's the best game you've seen live? You can't say Istanbul. So I, I'll do this in a general sense because I, I, I struggle. Uh, you might struggle to name a particular like year pay-per-view mm. unless you've got a, got one. I remember, up. I think it was like 1992 SummerSlam where it was out, when it was outside, I think maybe for one of the first oh, the, times. The, the one at Wembley? Yeah, that was it, yeah. that Because that, my, right. I think my auntie had Sky and we went round and they recorded it for us. So I got I didn't watch it live, but I, that kind of just sticks out. Like, they So that was, uh, to my memory... Because there used to be it, that was on Sky Sports that one, and the, it was like a three-hour something show, and it was shortened down to like two hours. It was weird, and it was like because I remember seeing. I mean, they do they do a lot of this. They film a lot of extra content around main events because they double up on film. And we know a lot about that. Um, probably four, we recorded fifty shows today, um, and I remember seeing like a match. Someone coming down to the ring and then never showed that match. It was always very weird, but that was a, that was good. British Bulldog won the Intercontinental title, I think, in that one. Um, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. I remember the Legion of Doom coming out. That was very good. That was a very good thing. But Wembley was good. Um, for me, it's one of the WrestleManias. Bit of the early. It's either the SummerSlam the year before, I think it is. It was called the Match Made in Heaven and the Match Made in Hell. And it was Macho Man married Miss Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. And it was it was meant to be Hogan and Ultimate Warrior versus Sergeant Slaughter and oh, I can't remember who the other guy Not was. The policeman. No, and something or something something happened anyway and it changed and it was oh, I can't remember. But it was it was nowhere near as memorable now that I'm trying to recount I always it. remember the table ladders and chairs match oh between the Hardy Boys and uh, Dudley's they were amazing and Mankind coming off the top of the cage was just uh, outstanding no way out anyway yeah I, I think in general, general my favourite pay-per-view if I had to order them though in, in general things people people cream the kecks over WrestleMania and great it's, a, it's an amazing spectacle and all that but for me, it's either classic Survivor Series when they used to do the proper mm -hmm. teams of five strive to survive, uh, where everyone got one man got eliminated and it was about the team, or a, a, just a really good Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble's like, and, and, and that's probably the last one that us as growing young adults still stuck to because you could do that game where everyone chucks in a tenner, you draw 30 numbers each, you get your selection numbers, depending on how many people you are, and the person who gets. That winner gets all the gets all the dough, and I remember winning it on like Brock Lesnar coming out second to last or something like that. Like you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, very very good indeed. Um, we had some great great questions coming in. We're not gonna have too much time for these, but I want to see if we've got. Oh, Ben Davies, let's do a little a little bit of footy underscore JFT. I would presume ninety six, correct? Um, do we have to give Klopp credit for the revival of Alberto Moreno? Um, I suppose so. I think you've got to give Alberto Moreno. Credit as well, yeah. haven't you? Ultimately, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still shocked that he's our left back. I really am. I, but you know what? From the back five that played at the week, or the back four, sorry, that played at the weekend, he came out with probably the most credit of all of them. Like, yeah. um, it was a tough game for Trent. Matip and Lovren was sliced apart at, at will, and Moreno did okay. I, you know, I don't think it was a, it was a great performance. I don't think anybody had a great performance on the day and stuff. But yeah, re reintegrating someone who's so clearly not in your plans must be difficult to do because. There was times I see that Moreno could have got games and he just never. Yeah. He just never got it's them. It's mad because we joked, I don't know what show it was when we said, imagine if he just let you left them there to learn for a year. <laughs> like, you know, but it, he does look and he'll have a, he'll have he's gonna have a, a bad game. And the problem is is that every player's got a bad game in them. It's just that I don't think he's like allowed to have a bad game at this point because if he has one bad game he'll get all of his good work so far this season will be undone. But I just think he's handled himself really well. He's a credit to himself. Um, Hatscar for a badge. Have you been to hatscarforabadge.com? I haven't been to the website. Thanks, thanks Mick, for sending that in. I have totally been to the website. I've been, cool. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't been to the website recently, but I haven't been to the shop in a while, actually. But if people ask me, it's by the Flatiron pub just down the road from, from Liverpool. If you want yeah, to go cool. into an argument about that the other week, didn't you? Some guys asked me for the directions to it, and I told them exactly where it was. And they then messaged me later on to see my directions were terrible, and my directions were perfect. Just How did you direct them? I, I said, go down that road and turn fucking right, and if you hit the flat iron pub, you've gone too far. 
and I was spot on and they got lost because they were clearly idiots. Um, but yeah, go to Hatscar for a If you go in the game tomorrow, um, go and get yourself some cool t-shirts and stuff. We don't even have any stuff for sale there. We need to have a chat about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you want some red men merch, make let us know. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, amazing shop and support obviously local Liverpool businesses as well. And let's see if we can get one more question in before we go, Chris. Ooh. I'm gonna just make a general noise until it until it happens. Uh, ah, oh no, that's not a good one. This is a good. Ah, there we go. No, that's terrible. Keep talking, Chris. Kill some dead air for me. Uh, Got it, Johnny Mountford. If you had to live with a Liverpool player for a weekend, who would it be and why? For a weekend, yes. a full weekend, start to finish, including the football. Meet up after, meet up on a Friday night after work. Do what you got, and what would you do with them? I mean, ignore I, the footy. I mean, Sorry. Bobby likes to dance. I'm You'd sure. go for a dance. I'd go for a dance with I Bobby. I would be. I would dance on an Instagram video with, take, with Bobby. Yeah, exactly. And I'd also stick my tongue down his wife's throat. Yeah, absolutely. Do a bit of that. Like I'd have to probably get some kind of fake teeth or something like that, just to you know, because he's got a lot of followers. If you paint them, I think you've got the just shape paint them, for it. Like. Just paint them white. Yeah, sound. I think that's I'm, what he does. To be yeah, well, maybe. I think Bobby's a good shout because I think Saturday night would be fun with Bobby for me. You know, like and whether he goes out to a discotheque or anything like that, I'm not 100 percent sure. You but I'm there, him. and I want I want to wear cowboy boots. You're getting the <laughs> yes not, and then end the night and nothing but them um, I think you get the South American Hispanics in for, as a free hit with Bobby Firmino as well so you're getting you're getting Phil and you're getting Alberto Moreno in there and maybe Lucas is not playing he maybe flies over for the weekend and what have you I think you're getting a good party and look Jose Enrique is retired now maybe he's looking for something to do maybe he jumps in for a bit of a giggle FIFA, wouldn't he? well you know that's how you wind your night down you know or maybe kick it off that's what I'm, I'm planning to wind my night down for <laughs> in, in your cowboy boots for fucking nothing mate <laughs> um, yeah I, I think Bobby Firmino was a good shout for that and I was struggling to think of any, any, any you know what actually it's probably Lara and Hendo to go to just nip off the nip off the stippers once the Bournemouth I don't know as a surprise shout James Milner just want to see what he gets up to I want to see if he puts his slippers on and his pipe and all that and and wears a dressing gown or whatever on a Saturday night like you would think he does but I reckon it's always the quiet ones Paul it's always the quiet ones right okay I've actually got a great question to end as well actually Uh, Russ Will 5 would you rather fight one bear-sized chicken or ten chicken-sized bears? I would rather fight ten chicken-sized bears. I agree. Yeah. I agree Why would that. you do that? Because I feel like I could kick them in the head and kill them. Uh, I just don't think I could kill anything that was bear-sized. I don't understand chickens. I've got a bit of a thing about them. Right, what do you mean by don't understand well, they, chickens? They just essentially just... Their behaviour, their look. ...shit and eat all the fucking time. And they eat their shit because it's there in front of them. They just peck and peck and shit and peck and peck. <laughs> and I think if you had a bear-sized one of them, it would scare me a little touch. Whereas the ten bear-sized chickens... But a bear-sized chicken is just like a fucking small angry dog, isn't it? A bear-sized chicken is not like a small angry Chicken-sized bear, sorry. Yeah, exactly, and I'm totally fine with that. Oh, you're, but then again, you're not cool with dogs, particularly. I'm not, no, but I, it's the it's the fucking huge chicken that I'd be scared of. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because oh, sorry, it's fucking I you meant massive. The okay, no, yeah, no, cool. no, I'd take the fucking big one. I, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want the big one. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's. The... Imagine a chicken that's the fucking size of a bear, Paul. Yeah, that'd be a fucking huge chicken. That'd be a fucking huge I, chicken. I don't understand them when they're fucking this big. I just don't think there's any... That big. I, I have this thing about animals that have no cognizance. Um, like, I don't... I, I that's don't, what I'm, that's what I'm talking re- about. Yeah, I can, don't understand I chickens. Think, I think you could reason with a dog. Like, and I think you can... You can just Why about, are you bringing dogs into this? Just let, me get, let me get into this. Like, it's about certain, small bears. There's, there's a certain... There's dogs involved. There's certain animals that have a degree of intelligence that they can be reasoned with. And I yeah, think chickens, chickens aren't one. Chickens are not an animal that can be reasoned with. No. Oh, my God. So Did was... I ever tell you about the rabbit that thought it was a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> there was this rabbit and it thought it was a chicken. Is this the sum total of the story? Well, yeah. Did you, did you have it in the... In the... <laughs> okay. So I was watching one of these Fail Army videos and long-time listeners to the podcast and watchers of the, of the YouTube channel. All that what episode know. are we on now? <laughs> Se- several um, that I have a thing about giraffes yeah. and I, I have no problem with giraffes per se but I've seen them fight lad 
but it, well, here's the thing. This is what I'm coming to. Gamers badges. Is that I, I like I, I was offered the chance in Bush Gardens in America to give a bit of greenery to this giraffe, and I went to get that stuff away from me because I, why? Like I'm like I'm mad. I'm like I'm not mad, but I'm just not going to be the first person who meets the fair, the world's first carnivorous yeah. giraffe. You seen that chance. guy over there recording it on his fucking Nokia thirty two ten or whatever? I don't want to end up on Tinder. Yeah, I'm not going to be on some low resolution, resolution fucking fifty million Bluetooth video, video that's yeah, getting sent around. Um, but I was watching Fail Army, and I thought we'd seen that moment. There was a guy stood in front of a giraffe, and I was going, <laughs> "What happens here?" And basically, all it was was the giraffe tried to kick him, and he ran away. Um, but I did think for a moment, like all my fears had been vindicated, essentially. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I digress. I don't like animals that are bigger than me that I can't reason with. Yeah, that's absolutely. And there's fine. very, few, you know, the, uh, I'm quite, I'm a big, I'm a big animal. <laughs> you know what I mean? In, 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 the, in the grand scheme of things, I'm a pretty big animal myself. So anything that's bigger than me, I'm not keen on. You don't like rhinos. No, no, I don't think you could reason with a rhino. I don't think you could reason with a rhino, and I think we've also developed the name of our first kids book as well. Uh, I don't. You can't reason with a rhino. <laughs> By was born or whatever. Uh, no, so I, I would definitely go with the small bears. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not into them big chickens. Lad. Fuck a giant bear chicken. I mean, don't not literally. Um, no, no, that, that wasn't would be, right. That would be weird. Um, okay, well, I feel like we've we might have lost this one. Whiteless um, bears as well. Why? How right. that happened? Well, I don't know. We are up for a Northwest Football Award, and based on this podcast, I've got no fucking idea why. Well, um, <laughs> also, there's no podcast awards. What's that about? No, I know. Well, yeah, well, but because we would have done the double, we could have done well, the double. Would have. We could have, could have, would have, should have. Um, Actually, we are up for rap. We are up for the Northwest <laughs> Football Award, um, not for our podcasting, no. but for being a fan TV channel. Uh, we're up. Uh, against full-time devils, Toffee TV, and the, I think now, defunct Blooming Rising, which should make that easier, but fuck it. Uh, we need everyone to vote. We're going to put the link in the description if you listen to us on Acast or iTunes or Podbean or Stitcher mm-hmm. or the Um Then you can click the link. You can vote. You can also vote for Sadio Mane and you can vote for Trent Alexander-Arnold in the senior and young player categories, respectively. And you can vote for Liverpool ladies players as well. Uh, we want a clean Liverpool sweep, but more importantly... But we don't really we care wanna, about any of that. But more importantly, we want to win. We want to win. I want to celebrate with Sadio Mane, is all I'm saying. I want to do a celebration. I want him to come up three paces behind me and do something very similar. Uh, I want to see if that happens. I want to see if we, if we can influence him. Um, but yeah, it's coming up. The voting is, is going for a couple of weeks, but get your votes in now. Let's get a, a good, solid bank of votes in the bank. Uh, and then we can... Sp- I just want to smash full-time devils because they're manks. I want to smash Toffee TV because I really like them, but I can't have them beating us. I can't have them, them beating us. So no, please do it. That'll be this, isn't it? Yep, it is indeed. Um, if you haven't done so already, uh, leave a five-star review. Uh, it, it, it means the world to us if you do that. If you're, if you're in the vicinity of an, an area on an app that will let you do that, that would be great. Uh, and also, as we mentioned, there's more podcasts. The Final Wear podcast is out. There's going to be a Reds News Roundup podcast. There's going to be another Final Wear podcast after Sevilla. Uh, so if you like podcasts, which you must do because you're listening to this. And if you got this far, you hate yourself. Maybe we should um, do this at the beginning of the show. It. You know, the, you're the die. If you're still listening, if you're still listening, you're the diehard, and, and you know we love you. Um, yeah, go to theredmantv.com. Subscribe. It's free for the first month, and it's five pound a month. You get five odd podcasts a week, which is like twenty odd podcasts a month, plus loads of extra video content, exclusive stuff, and it helps make the free podcasts a thing. So if you want to support the Redman TV, become a Redman TV supporter. Yes, have I lost you? No, I'm just waiting for you to finish. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up, let's go home. Uh, Thanks for listening. Walk on.